Welcome to the Infinitely Aligned Podcast with Emily Whiteside, a space dedicated to helping you elevate your next level income, impact, and confidence. This is for the babe who loves wine just as much as she loves green juice, who is ready to dive into all things manifestation, spirituality, and is unapologetic about what she desires and is ready to go get it. It's time for you to step into your power, manifest your life, and become infinitely aligned. Hey guys, and welcome to podcast episode number two, how to manifest your dream body. I'm so excited for this podcast. I'm so excited to share this information with you. This is something that I have done by myself and something that I guide women to do for themselves. Um, I actually have a course called Manifest Your Dream Body. Um, Round one started in May, I believe, and round two is coming in July. So if you are ready to manifest your dream body and you want a group coaching program to help you along with that, then make sure you're following along on my pages because that is what's going to be coming very soon. So you'll find information about that on my Instagram page at Emily Ann Whiteside or my Facebook page Emily Whiteside is my Facebook name, so make sure that you are following me if you're interested in that course. But it doesn't matter whether you join that course or not because you're going to get so much good information today that you can start implementing right now to manifest in your dream body. So make sure that you have a notebook and a pen so you can take some notes. If you're driving, just try to remember it all because I got some really, really good juicy stuff for you. But before we start today's episode, I am going to share my human moment and something that I have recently manifested. So my human moment is when I'm recording this, um, which is in May, I decided to do this 30-day, grain-free, dairy-free, alcohol-free diet. It was something that I I was just called to do in my meditation one day, and I was like, this is going to absolutely suck because I love dairy, I love cheese, and I love gluten, and I love alcohol. So this is going to suck. It's not, but it was coming from an empowered decision when I decided to do it. However... My human moment is that about three days later, which I believe was Memorial Day, it was a holiday, I had a drink and I was like, shoot. (laughs) So I woke up that next day and instead of getting mad at myself and beating myself up about it, because it's just something that I wanted to try not to manifest in my dream body at all, because you can manifest through non-restriction and eat whatever you want. Um, I was doing this little diet thing. Um, in regards to my spirituality and to mindset and like my mentality. So I had nothing to do with my actual like physique. So if it, I would never have done this, trust me, if it was like three months ago, it's just something I was called to, to see how my body responds to it mentally. So nothing really physically to do here. But anyways, I ruined it after like day three and then I had to recommit to myself Every single day that I wake up, I have to recommit because it's a new pattern. It's something I'm totally not used to, so I am not perfect on it. And I give myself grace now, which is really awesome. And then something that I have manifested recently. So this isn't actually like a magical manifestation like my last one with my gym crush, which was total like universe stepped in and was like, boom, here's your gym crush because I was like missing seeing him. 
Oh my God, if he ever like listened to this podcast, he would think I'm so weird. (laughs) But anyways, not to be creepy, um, this is something that I kind of controlled, but it still counts because you are manifesting your life every single day. So sometimes it's magical and the universe really steps in, but sometimes you manifest in things on your own. So I've been really, really wanting this MCT oil. If you don't know what MCT oil, it's like a healthy fat and it's supposed to be, I guess, really good for like your brain and for like feeling awake and everything like that. So I there's this company called Sacred Co., And I've been like looking at their MCT oils literally for probably like six months. They have like a woke blend, which is like supposed to like give you energy all day. And then they have a meditative blend that you take at night. And I've literally been wanting it. And I'm just like, no, it's not the right time. It's not the right time. And then finally, I went on their website just to look again because I'm like always on their website. And I went back on their website And it was on sale. And I was like, I totally manifested that sale and I bought them. So I'm really excited to try them. This is obviously not sponsored at all. Um, So I'm literally just telling you guys what I manifested. And I manifested that sale. So I'm really excited to try their MCT oils and see how that works. They supposedly like use frequency to design these MCT oils. So they're a lot different than the other ones on the market. Um, which I love. I absolutely love that. And it's run by women, which I think is really, really cool. So anyways, that's something I've manifested. But let's get in to manifesting your dream body. I'm going to start with my story here, my little story on fitness. It's a long one. And I think a lot of you can relate to this. I'm, I can almost guarantee it. And then I will give you some tangible steps to take to manifest your own dream body. So let's take it back. Let's take it back to the high school days. So let me start off by saying my entire life, I was extremely unconfident in who I was, extremely. I had a lot of confidence issues, a lot of self-esteem issues. I was extremely, extremely shy, which is weird if you know me now because I can't shut up half the time and I like to go off on tangents if you've ever watched my live videos, but um, I was very, very shy. I, God, if you would have asked me if I was going to be doing this, you know, even five, six years ago, I would not have believed you. I had, um, I remember sitting in like first grade and sitting in those chairs and the, my legs, I was like maybe like six or seven. I don't know how old you are in that, at that age, but I was in first grade cause I can remember it clearly. I remember the classroom and I was sitting there and my legs were hitting the chairs and I was like, Oh my God, I'm so fat. My legs are so fat. And That obviously wasn't the case because I was underweight as a child, but I thought I had extreme body dysmorphia issues and I I literally thought that I was fat. And that stayed with me, obviously, through my entire life. And it took about, God, maybe 24, 25 was when I finally started to really like dive into that, like changing those beliefs. But in high school, I actually was anorexic and um, I had a, a big eating disorder. So I remember like I would track everything I ate there. This was before my fitness pal, I think was even a thing. Um, and I would track everything that I ate in like a notebook and I kept the notebook hidden underneath my mattress for some reason because I was like so self-conscious of somebody seeing it and like saying that I was like crazy. So I 
would track like the calories that I ate and I remember making sure that I would eat less than what I was burning off. So I was going to the gym at least once a day, if not twice or three times a day and making sure that I was burning off these calories. So I wouldn't eat breakfast. For lunch, I would have like two rice cakes and I just remember sitting in high school classes and my stomach would growl. It would like be so loud because it was so empty and I would like push on my diaphragm to make the growling stop. Like that's how bad it was. And I would go to the gym, make sure that I burned off everything I ate that I had tracked that day, which was usually around, I'd probably eat around like 500, maybe 800 calories if I was feeling, you know, going over or whatever, um, which is really sad because I eat like triple that now. (laughs) But I, um, and then I would go burn it all off. So I would go to one gym and then I would go to the next gym after and do cardio and be on that cardio machine until that cardio machine read the number that I wanted to see. So it was a very, very unhealthy relationship with food. And then I got to college. So while I was in high school, I always heard the freshman 15. I was scared to death of that. And I was like, I'm not going to gain the freshman 15. Well, I did gain the freshman 15. But thankfully, it was a healthy gaining freshman 15 because I was underweight. I I was very skinny in high school. And so I gained a bunch of weight. And being in this mindset of I hate my body, I'm fat, that that extra weight that I gained, I absolutely hated, right? Like I hated how I looked. I hated how I felt. It felt uncontrollable that I was gaining all this weight, which to a normal person that was looking at me, I looked completely healthy and fit. So I went through a lot of confidence issues in college just because Um, it's a whole new transition, right? Like you're going from living with your parents to living with my, at that time, my four or five best friends. I was, or I'm not five. It was the four women that I was living with and I'm still friends with till this day. And they're awesome people, but I was so self-conscious and just the, the vibe of college. Like I definitely went to college and I partied and I had a ton of fun and it wasn't a spot, a space for me to really like get super, super into fitness. Like I would work out all the time, but it was hard for me to balance that going out and having fun with my friends, but also being this fit girl who wanted to look really good. And so I faced a lot of restriction. In college, this is where I went on crazy, crazy diets. Um, and then I started having destructive behaviors because of them. So I went on just about every diet that you could think of. I went on a lot of um, fat burning pills. I would spend hours and hours at the gym. College was the first time that I actually wanted to compete as well. So I wanted to compete in bikini. And I remember, this is kind of a side note off on a tangent here, but I I wanted to um, compete in a bikini competition. So I had hired this coach. I was working with some friends beforehand, but I really just wanted to hire a coach and put that investment down on it because I know that if I had the investment there that I would be really... Um, really good with it and I would really follow it. So I hired this coach without doing any research and it was about, you know, months and months away from this competition. I started like way earlier. I think I started back in, I want to say like October, November, and the show wasn't supposed to be until like May. And I wasn't like super, I mean, I was in pretty good shape already. I was, you know, pretty fit as it, as it was. So I hired this coach and I got to a point where I was eating 800 calories a day or less, 
and working out at least at least three hours a day. I was doing a two-hour lifting session followed by at least an hour of cardio every single day, if not more. And this is where I was going like all full out mode. Um, I was getting in really, really good shape, but it was from the intention of I hate my body so much that the only way I'm going to feel worthy is getting in really, really good shape. So that was the intention. Obviously, I didn't consciously set that intention, but that's how I felt. I felt that I hated my body so much that if I just followed this diet and I just followed this workout program and I just got in really, really good shape that I would love myself and that I would find a guy that wanted to date me and that I would be worthy and that I would feel sexy and I would feel confident. So that's the belief that I had. So I got down, I lost a lot of weight. I think I got down to like 115 pounds and I think my natural weight was about 130. So 15 pounds off of a 130 pound girl is is significant. And I did this through massive, massive restriction. And I was on the stair stepper one day at the gym and I had just like blacked out for a second and I felt really sick, really gross. I called my mom and I was like, mom, I just like, I blacked out and I feel really gross. I'm like shaking all over. And she's like, you need carbs. Like I literally hadn't had carbs and I don't even know how long. Um, and it was still months away from my competition. So I um, was, I remember eating a bowl of oatmeal and feeling so guilty for eating a bowl of plain oatmeal, like a half cup of plain oatmeal. And I remember like crying after I ate it because I was so mad at myself. Like there was serious issues. And so I had texted this coach and told him what happened. And he told me, to drink more coffee. That's what he told me to do. And from that point on, I was like, I can't go through with this. I'm, I'm not doing good in classes. And it was my senior year of college. And I had been like a, an A, maybe like high B student all through college. And this was like, my grades were suffering. Like that didn't make any sense. So it was obviously because I wasn't treating my body good. And I decided to forfeit from the competition because of my health, because I cared about, you know, not dying or not like passing out again. And I just decided to just do my own thing and get back to like a healthy point. Well, going from a very, very restricted diet back to a normal diet, and you know, my normal diet was never bad. It was never like super unhealthy. It was nothing like that. I gained a lot of weight. I gained, um, it was a slow weight gain. It was very slow, but um, I started to gain weight and this was after I graduated. So I had ended up meeting my um, ex that I talked about in the last episode, I ended up meeting him at the end of just around this time, just around this, um, my senior year. So we had, when I started dating him, um, and we moved to Atlanta, which was about a year later, I got to my heaviest weight. So normally being in the like 120-ish range, maybe 130 range, I got up to at my highest that when I weighed myself, I was up to 147 pounds. I'm 5'3". So that was just like a lot of extra weight that I was carrying. But it was so much more about the extra weight. I felt disgusting. I absolutely hated my body. I couldn't look at myself in the mirror. I constantly wore sweatpants. I was chasing diet after diet and I had these really, really destructive behaviors. So this is where my destructive behaviors really started coming in full bore. Like they really started happening. And by destructive patterns or behaviors, I mean that I was binge eating. I was closet binge eating. Um, 
I was stress eating all the time. I used excuses all the time as to why I would stuff my face with foods and I just couldn't get rid of it. Like I could not stop. Even though I hated myself for doing it, even though I would catch myself going ham on this bag of chips or this box of candy or whatever it was, I could not control myself. And that's really where my inner work and my personal development and my spirituality journey completely started. So it took years, you guys, years of this destructive pattern, this destructive behavior, like what's wrong with me? I kept trying all these diets. I was trying like macros and I was doing, you know, all these crazy things and really just trying to find that balance. And I just couldn't, I couldn't stick to any diet. I couldn't stick to anything. Um, and I just felt so gross in my body. I couldn't remember actually ever feeling good in my body up until, you know, now up until I manifested my dream body, I couldn't ever feel no matter what, how much weight I lost. And there were times, there were times during this, you know, in, in Atlanta where I did lose weight, but I, I would gain it back. Like I would lose weight through restriction, just like I had always done and then gain it back. So it was this cycle that I was going through and it was very destructive. So I started getting into personal development because I wanted to start a business and, um, I hadn't really like officially started the business. I was just kind of like reading. I think my very first personal development book is you are a badass by Jen Sincero. That was my very, very first one, I think. And I absolutely fell in love with that book and it's just changed it all for me. So I started, um, I woke up one day and I was like, I'm just done. I'm done chasing this perfect body. I'm done feeling like this in my own skin. I'm done with this stress. I am done thinking that it has to be hard to lose weight. I'm done trying all these things and not having them work. From here on out, I'm just going to listen to my body. I'm just going to lose the restriction. I'm going to lose the word diet. It doesn't belong with me anymore. I'm not going to force myself to go to the gym six days a week because I was literally going to the gym six days a week ever since I could remember. Maybe seven days sometimes. I mean, obviously, there was very random times where I would take time off if I was sick, but I was very, very hardcore in the gym since I was 15, 16 years old. So... I got to a point, and I think I was around, I want to say 25 when this happened, um, where I was like, I'm just done. I'm done trying to force myself to go to the gym and feel like crap. I'm done trying to force food down my throat that I don't feel like eating because I'm supposed to get a certain amount of protein in or a certain amount of carbs in or whatever. I'm just done with it all. I'm just going to listen to my body. So this is the story of me manifesting my dream body. And then I will share the tools and tricks that I used with you guys. So this was the first thing I've ever manifested. And I've obviously I've manifested my life up until then because we're manifesting every single day. But this is the first thing I consciously manifested that I use the, the spirituality and the tools of inner personal development and mindset to manifest something. And I I just love this story so much. So that day I was like, I'm just done with it all. Screw it all. And I started to listen to my body. And as I started to listen to my body, within I think a six to eight week time frame, I'm not exactly positive if it was six weeks or eight weeks. So I just say that time frame. I had lost 20 something pounds. I think it was like 25 pounds 
in that amount of time by eating whatever I wanted to and exercising when I felt called to. Literally, that is what happened. And I remember stepping on the scale every day and I was like, how is my weight going down? Like, this makes no sense. I was so confused. I was so like, what is going on? Like, this is not true. I thought I was like sick, but I felt better than ever. I felt my most confident I've ever felt. Um, So I wasn't just manifesting in my dream body. I was manifesting in this like sexiness and this confidence and this inner power that I've never felt before while doing this. And it was just the most beautiful journey I've ever gone on. And I, I contribute everything, everything I have now to manifesting my dream body. Because when I did that, everything came after that. All my desires were just easy and doable and achievable. And it was just this beautiful journey. But I had manifested in my dream body within six to eight week time frame, And I was for the first time in my life allowing myself to eat chocolate and not feeling guilty afterward. I was allowing myself to drink alcohol. I went, I almost for about this whole time I was dating my ex, I barely ever drank alcohol because I just had this belief that if I drank alcohol, I would get fat. So I never had fun. Like I I wouldn't, I just said no to friends and I just said no to a lot of things I wanted to do, but I just was like, I'm not worthy of doing that because I'm too fat. That was you know, something I would always tell myself. I'd never let myself order something at a restaurant that I actually wanted. Instead, I would always get salads. And if I did decide to order something that wasn't a salad off of a menu, I would feel extreme guilt um, for like a week or two afterwards. So it was just this like negative um, spiral that I would go into and it would just keep reoccurring. So it was the first time that I was allowing myself to have fun and not be restricted at all in my food. Just eat whatever I wanted when I felt called to eat it. And then same thing with the gym. Instead of forcing myself to go to the gym six days a week, I cut my workouts down to three days a week. I was only lifting weights because that's what I truly enjoyed. And I wasn't doing any other cardio except for walking my dogs and hiking because I, I enjoyed doing that. And so I went with this philosophy of, I am only going to follow what feels good. I'm only going to follow what feels good. When I'm in that energy of this is fun, this is easy, that's when I'm going to lose weight. That's just a story that I made up, a belief that I made up, because we're always making up stories, we're always making up beliefs. And boom, it worked. It happened. So how can you do this? How can you start to manifest your dream body? I'm going to share this process with you, so make sure that you have notes handy. This is something that is going to absolutely change your life. So the very, very first part of manifesting your dream body is to start sending yourself love. You have to send yourself love now. Energy is everything. The intention behind what you do is everything. So you can't expect to manifest something in if you are sending this negative energy out into the universe all the time. We do this, we hear this with money a lot, right? If you can't appreciate what's in your bank account right now, you're not going to call in more money because the universe only hears, I hate money or there's not enough of it. It's hearing the beliefs that you constantly have put out there. So the same thing goes for your body. If you're constantly telling your body that you hate it, if you're constantly telling your body that it's fat or that you're never going to get in shape, your body responds with, yes, that's my belief. Therefore, I'm going to take action. Therefore, that's how I'm going to respond. Everything that we do 
starts with the emotion first, right? How we feel is how we think, and then how we think is how we act. So we have to first change how we feel inside of us in order to manifest in anything, but especially manifest in your dream body. For so long, you've probably been sending, if you're anything like me, you've been sending yourself so much self-hate, so much disgust, so much negativity. When was the last time that you looked in the mirror and you told yourself, I look beautiful today. I look really fit today. For me, when I asked that question a few years ago, it was never, I never said that stuff to myself. I felt guilty if I thought that I looked good because in this society that we live in, we are just closed off from being able to tell ourselves that we look good. It's seen as, at least in my family, it was seen just as not being humble. And I guess it stems too from being unconfident and having these body image issues, but I was never able to receive a compliment, let alone give myself a compliment. So that's something to ask yourself. Am I ever able to receive compliments? Do I push compliments off? That's something that, you know, can be touched on in a different episode because it's really important, but just talking, receiving compliments from people and talking to yourself in a positive way now. You will not manifest in a dream body. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be effortless like it was for me if you don't start sending yourself that positivity now. So something that you can do is just look in the mirror and say, I'm beautiful. I love my body. Start sending love throughout your body. I have a meditation for the women in Manifest Your Dream Body, the the program that I run, and it's just a self-love meditation. And so what I want you to do is just sit in a meditation. Meditation is so powerful, but sit in a meditation and just start sending love to every area of your body. If you don't meditate, then just stand in front of a mirror and just say out loud, you're going to look like a crazy person if anybody lives with you, but say out loud, face, I love you. Neck, I love you. Chest, I love you. Arms, I love you. And just send love to every single area of your body and do that every single day and your energy is going to change. So that is like step one. Start sending yourself love right now because you're never going to feel worthy of your body, right? I've gotten into shape many times with the wrong intention and doing it out of self-hate and I never felt good. I always said, when I lose 10 more pounds, I will feel confident. When I lose 15 more pounds, I'll finally feel my best. And guess what? I lost that weight and nothing changed. Nothing freaking happened because I never actually felt worthy. It starts from within you first. Step number two, is being real with yourself. Now, this is like the hardest part. This is week one of Manifest Your Dream Body. We really start to dive into all of our patterns and all the things that we do that are destructive. And it's not easy to be real with yourself. So for example, have you stress ate before? That's something that I always used to do with stress eat. But what I would do is I would stress eat, but then just like push it off And feel really guilty about it, but never actually accept that I did that, that I was stress eating, that that's a pattern that goes throughout my life. And I was never taking responsibility 
for it. Instead, I was blaming it on the job that I hated, or I would blame it on the fight that I had with my boyfriend at the time, or I would blame it on just not loving my life, or being depressed, or being sick, or having my period. I would always blame it on something. So it's time to just be really freaking honest with yourself and take responsibility for it. That's the most powerful thing you can do is take responsibility for it. Stand in your power and say, I do do this and this is something that I know needs to change. So ask yourself, what limits me? What limits me right now from reaching my dream body? What holds me back from reaching this dream body? What destructive patterns and behaviors do I have? It might be stress eating. It might be binge eating. It might be falling in and out of workout programs. It might be just yo-yo dieting all the time. Um, Maybe it's having never saying that you never have time to grocery shop or you never have time to meal prep or what limits you from reaching your dream body but in the regards of patterns and behaviors what patterns and behaviors do you see as a reoccurring theme in your life step number three is limiting beliefs so this is huge and you're going to dive in when you start diving into this more and more is going to come out but How do you think in terms of nutrition and in terms of exercise? What limiting beliefs do you have? I'm going to share a lot with you. Um, So a lot of limiting beliefs that I had and that the women in my program have had as well is that it has to be really hard to lose weight, that dieting equals misery, that the more restricted that you are in your nutrition and the more you sweat the better results that you're going to get. That's a limiting belief because you're limiting yourself to that, right? So any belief is really a limiting belief. Um, Maybe it's that you're just never going to get in shape and this is your genetics and that you're just bound to this body for the rest of your life. There's so many limiting beliefs that are going to come up in regards to this. And what I like to do is I like to make one for nutrition and then I like to make one in regards to exercise. So where am I limiting myself? What beliefs are constantly floating in my head every time I eat something? Um, Am I feeling really, really guilty after I eat things? So like what is coming up for me? It's really being self-aware and noticing these limiting beliefs and these negative thoughts that come up when you are actually in the act, when you are throughout your day. So what I like to do during this time was have a notes opened on my phone that said like limiting beliefs. And every time one would come in throughout my day, I would just write it down in the notes on my phone and just keep track of it and just do this for the next couple days and realize because, you know, you're going to figure out all of your limiting beliefs really in like one day because those limiting beliefs are, are going through your mind at all times. And yes, more are going to come up. But what you do next is the most powerful. So once you come up with a list of all of these limiting beliefs, and I recommend that after you kind of like tally them all together, maybe if it's a notes on your phone that you write them down, that you hand write them down. And the most part, the the best part that you can do right now, so step number four is to change that belief, right? Change that story. So ask yourself with each limiting belief, what do I need to believe instead? Because obviously that limiting, limiting belief has brought me here and I am not happy right here. So what do I need to believe instead? And it's rewiring your mindset to your new belief. And this is something that you're going to have to do every day until it becomes a, an ingrained belief. Just like these 
limiting beliefs have, have become so ingrained for so long, probably since like childhood, it's time to reinvent, right? It's time to change that story. And this is where the, you know, manifesting part comes into play. So after you write down your new empowered beliefs, I highly recommend that you write those down in your journal and then make a separate little thing um, somewhere where you frequent often. So I like to have a little notepad right by my um, bedside table with the new beliefs. And I like to read them right before I go to bed and right as I wake up in the morning, because that's when your subconscious mind is the most powerful. So you're going to start your day off with your new, new beliefs as well as go to bed with these new beliefs ingrained into your subconscious mind. So now becomes the manifesting part. And this is like the most awesome part um, of it all. And I'm really, really excited. So what do you want to call in specifically? That's like the first part of manifesting your dream body. What is it that I want to achieve specifically? The more specific that you can get here, the better. So I highly recommend that you not only detail out the body that you want, but how you feel and how it goes, right? Because if you're saying I want uh, I want abs and I want this like really nice figure where I can wear um, a bikini and feel really confident or I can wear those crop tops and feel really confident. If you're just saying that, you're not detailing about how it goes. So you could end up setting the intention of I have to restrict again and following all those limiting beliefs and it's going to be really, really hard. So I, when I tell people to do this, I like to make sure that they're in the right energy for it, that they actually say, I want this body and I want it to come easily and effortlessly. I want it to be able to enjoy time spent with friends. I want to be able to eat what I want and still feel really confident. I want it to be breezy because when you start to really tune into your body and tune into your soul, you can eat whatever you want. And this is like, I hear this all the time. It's like, oh, I can eat whatever I want so I can sit and eat Pop-Tarts all day and get in really good shape. Of course not, because if you are tuned into your body and tuned into your soul, your soul doesn't want that. Your next level doesn't want that. It doesn't thrive off of Pop-Tarts. It thrives off of nutrients. It thrives off of healthy, healthy foods that make you feel your best tied in with some foods that also feed your you know, like fun spirit where, where you can go out with friends and have a brownie and not feel guilt afterwards. So it's a balancing act that we are playing here. And you're going to find that the more that you tune into your body. So that being said, the manifesting ritual. So step number five is really just what do I want to call in specifically and how do I want it to feel? How do I want it to go? And then step number six is really everything that you do every day after that. So I'm going to give you some tips and tricks to really start manifesting in that every day because you can't just write down what you want and then boom, here it is. Here's my dream body. I wake up with like the most perfect body. It's what you do every single day after that. So step one is meditating on it. This is so powerful and you can do this really right after you have designed in what you want to manifest. So when you say, I want to call this body in and this is how I want to feel, meditate on it. If you've never meditated before, highly, highly recommend that you start with like a Headspace app to I think 10% Happier is another one that just teaches you how to meditate. If you are an experienced meditator, that's awesome. I know I am. I meditate every single day. 
but it's getting into a meditation. So with manifesting meditations, and especially for my body, what I love to do is get into a meditation and send love to every single area of my body. So I'm really feeling my body. I'm getting honed in into it. And I'm really getting into that meditation zone. And once I am there, I like to then feel the emotions that I would feel if I had manifested my dream body. So think about it. What are three emotions that come up to you when you think of having this dream body? Confidence, excitement, sexiness, appeal, desire. Um, There's so many. Bliss. There's so many emotions that could come up for you. Freedom. So I want you to pick three that really resonate with you. And then during your meditation, start feeling those emotions now. So that's how you manifest things in. It's by embodying that desire now, right? Embodying those emotions now, those elevated emotions. So during your meditation, just start bringing, just start feeling those emotions. It's really easy to do actually. And then it's not just after your meditation, right? You don't just go from your meditation and then go throughout your day feeling the same exact way. If you feel the same exact way every single day, you're going to create the same exact thing every single day. So it's really about changing your energy every single day. And you change your energy by how you feel, by the emotions, right? So I want you to start feeling those elevated emotions, those three emotions that you said you would feel when you had manifested your dream body. I want you to feel those on a day-to-day basis. So something I love to do because it's the most it's hardest the first 2 weeks of you know, this process, you're really working on rewiring your subconscious mind and doing that type of work. So during this time, it's going to be really, really hard to to stay on the path and not fall back into old behavior. So self-awareness is everything here. And there's a whole module in my Manifest Your Dream body course just on self-awareness and like tuning into your body because you're going to fall back into these old patterns. So something that I love to do is have, you know, I did this for myself and I, I had the women in Manifest Your Dream body do this as well, is set an alarm on your phone every single hour of the day. And it just says, choose, or it can say something like body or something that really like when you read it, you're like, okay, now is the time to sit and ask myself, how have I been feeling for the last hour? And then start feeling the elevated emotions. So the emotions, those three emotions, whether it be confidence, whether it be happiness, excitement, freedom, bliss, whatever it might be, those three emotions, start feeling them in that moment. It only takes like 10 seconds and it'll just allow it to circulate throughout your body. The next step is to really act as if, right? So ask yourself, where am I not acting as if? What is in my life right now? What boundaries do I have in place? What beliefs do I have in place? What old clothes do I have that I just don't align with anymore? Because you want to make sure everything you do is in alignment with that new body, right? So get rid of the holy underwear, I just threw a bunch of holy underwear out this morning, actually. I've been meaning to do it forever, but they've just been sitting in my drawer. So get rid of that holy underwear. Get rid of the clothes that make you feel frumpy. They don't belong with your new life anymore. Um, Get rid of, you know, if you have like a gym membership where you just don't feel in alignment with that gym and you've been wanting to try something new, go do it, right? Take action now. 
Um, The next thing is to affirm it. So every time you can pull yourself out of a negative space and then re-choose is when you are rewiring your subconscious mind. Every time you do that small act, you are rewiring your subconscious mind. And that's what we are in the business of doing right now is rewiring our subconscious mind to manifest in your dream body. That's exactly what I did. So every time I would notice myself saying something negative because self-awareness is everything. So every time I would notice myself saying something negative about my body, I would go, oh, that's not true anymore. And then I would reaffirm an affirmation. So I am in the best shape of my life. That was something that I would always reaffirm with myself. That was like a mantra that I always used. Um, So every time I would like pass a mirror, I would say that. Every time I would say something negative about my body, I would choose again. So just choose again. Every time you do that simple act of choosing again and, you know, noticing that, oh, I said something negative. Now here is something positive to replace it with. And I'm going to feel these elevated emotions as I'm replacing that negative affirmation with a positive one. Every time you do that, you're rewiring your subconscious mind. One day you're going to wake up and you're going to feel like a whole brand new person. Your energy is going to be completely changed. I don't feel any guilt anymore. I don't feel any body dysmorphia anymore. I can go into a changing room now, get naked and just love trying clothes on. That's something that I never thought I would love to do. And that's what happens by just doing this process of choosing again. Um, And then really just like every single morning, especially when you're beginning with this process, every single morning you wake up, look at yourself in the mirror and say a positive mantra, whether it's an I love you body or I'm in the best shape of my life or I'm I'm working on the best shape of my life and I'm so excited or I'm so confident or whatever it is. Whatever comes after I am is really powerful. So notice too, this is just a little side note. Notice what comes after I am. Do you constantly say, I am exhausted, or I am fat, or I am lazy, or I'm inconsistent? If you say that, your subconscious mind takes it very literally, which is why you feel that way. So you have to start replacing your I am statements. Something I love to do, I have a morning routine. I highly suggest a morning routine every day. So my morning routine is meditation. And then I start with my I am statement. So I say I am. Who do I want to be? Who am I? I am confident. I am sexy. I am fit. I write all these things down in my journal, especially when I'm going to manifest my dream body or when I was manifesting my dream body. I said those type of things. I wrote those things down. I am fit. I am lean. I am in the best shape of my life. I would reinforce that with my subconscious mind. And then I would, you know, practice journaling or whatever. But the meditation, the I am statements are so powerful first thing in the morning. So highly, highly recommend that. And then the last thing, the last piece of this is just tuning into your body. So nobody knows what works for you. If you're constantly seeking diets and you're constantly seeking this and that and this workout program and that coach, you're never going to tune into your body. It's really, really important that you take the time to listen to what your body wants. Start following what feels good. That's the intention that I set when I manifested my dream body is just to listen to my body. And you listen to your body by following what feels good. If it feels good, you're on the right track. If it feels hard, if it feels resistant, if you feel gross doing it, you're not on the right track. So start listening to that and then allowing yourself grace. So like I said, my throat is like on fire because I feel like I just talked for so long nonstop. But like I said, my Manifest Your Dream Body course is going to be open for enrollment 
um, again in July. So make sure that you are on the lookout. I don't have a specific date yet, but I will keep you guys on the lookout for that or I will be updating you um, with that very shortly. So make sure that you're following me on my social media pages. And if you enjoyed this episode, please, please make sure you hit the subscribe button and that you share. If you share it on your Insta stories and you tag me in it at Emily Ann Whiteside, I would be so beyond grateful and so happy that you did that. Share this episode with a friend that has a lot of self-esteem issues or that really wants to get in shape and doesn't understand what she's doing wrong. Um, I really think that this will definitely help you if you go and actually follow the things that I told you. So thank you so, so, so much for listening today. I am so grateful for you. I'm so grateful for you sharing this. I love you so much. I'm sending you all the positive vibes and I will catch you in the next episode.